0: Good evening, dummies. Matthew Spear from Don't Unfriend Me. Thank you. We have a lot of people on live like we always do. They're going to sit back and be patient while I go through the show tonight. Tonight, we are doing episode 244. It is climbing. We are almost at the turn of 300, and a new season will be upon us soon of Don't Unfriend Me. Shirts are coming soon. Yes, I'm wearing the Dusty Dinkleman Dum Dum shirt. This weekend, we should have them on sale. I hope you stop by, pick one up, and rock the dummy shirt episode 244 tonight what are we covering what are we talking about (sighs) gotta do the voice right look mommy every time a bell rings Fauci kills a puppy that's right I'm making light of it just a little bit because the dark and dreary will follow most assuredly in our show tonight Dr. Fauci puppy killer he has a lot of things on his resume this isn't a good one will this be the demise of dr fauci lord we all hope so stick around tonight it's going to be a good show if you're on live keep liking throwing those hearts or join us next time quick little intro into the show and i'll be right back recorded from an undisclosed location always honest always direct So sit back, relax. Don't Unfriend Me starts right now. Oh, dummies, 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 dummies. If you want to learn about this gentleman right here, D is on. This is Mr. Youngkin. He's running for governor in Virginia. It's very important that we save Virginia. It is purple, blue. It needs to go back red. Terry McAuliffe's an asshole. Youngkin's not. Let's get him in office. If you're from Virginia, vote get out here and make sure we get those done. D can also get you a sign or anything else you need if you want to leave a message for Mr. Youngkin. Hopefully I can get him on the show one day, but I'm not holding my breath, but wouldn't it be nice? Episode 244, dummies. Why do I call you dummies? Don't take offense. It's actually a compliment. Dummies are the don't unfriend me. Dum-dums are the bad ones. You don't want to be a dum-dum. Dummies is completely fine. Barstool Sports has stoolies. We have the dummies. It's a good thing. Last but not least, please join me. Okay, just turn on whenever you want. These are all my social media. You can find me on Rumble. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, just about everywhere, all the podcasts, Spotify, Google, iTunes. Stop by, say hello. It's at Don't Unfriend Me Show. On Twitter, it's The Dumb Show. That's enough, I know, but I have got to do a little self-advertising and grandizing. I appreciate it. Let's get to the show For Dr. Freud, Look, mommy, every time a bell rings, Fauci kills a puppy. Listen, it isn't like I haven't said this all along. Dr. Fauci is not only evil and completely off his proverbial rocker, he's dangerous. And although many have advised presidents in their lifetimes, I would compare Fauci not to a Kissinger or a Berrios, but more like Joseph Goebbels or Grigory Rasputin. Dr. Fauci is a snake oil salesman and a con man of epic proportions. I find it interesting that it took this long for some Americans to actually see the truth. Behind this beady-eyed cretin's persona, he isn't a doctor, he isn't a nutritionist, he isn't a scientist, he isn't even affable in a good-natured way. He's a narcissistic blowhard with self-aggrandizing tendencies and a Napoleon complex. I was on the show the other night when I received some disturbing images and news about beagles. These puppies were being half hazardly tested on for various experiments led by Dr. Fauci and the NIH. My first reaction was, as usual, why? But the dummies were pretty bullish on having me take this one on, so I shall. Now, this isn't, I'm just messing up all over the place. Hold on, I'm blowing up, folks. Awooga, awooga, dive, dive. Hold on. Okay, let's get this right. Put this up, take this off. And now this isn't news news, and it's not very new, so to speak, but it is relevant because it shows a few things about Dr. Fauci. And it also tells another story about the morally superior leftists. This rediscovery of a series of grisly experiments on beagle puppies has galvanized social media users into demanding the arrest of America's doctor, Anthony Fauci. But where was everyone when his work was harming humans? As I scrolled through the images, I saw a sad pair of beagle puppies, their heads encased in square cages as they laid hopelessly on a table. These photos have yanked at America's heartstrings since they were shoved back into the national spotlight by White Coat Waste Project, a group that calls out the U.S. government labs for animal cruelty and other misuse and abuse of citizens' money. Millions of taxpayer dollars were used to essentially torture the puppies to death in labs in and out of the U.S., according to the organization, which unearthed evidence of the cruelty in the form of $21 million spent on a total of four experiments, none of which was medically necessary. One involved severing 44 puppies' vocal cords so that their pained barking and whining wouldn't bother the scientists. Another deliberately infected them with sand flies over the course of 22 months, restricting their movements by locking their heads in boxes so they could not even swat the insects away as they were being eaten alive. It's horrific stuff by any measure beyond cartoonish levels of evil. When I heard the news, I would have sworn it was a gotcha or clickbait headline. Of course, you have to be skeptical of everything nowadays. But this was something disturbingly different, yet somehow unsurprising. But like I said, while the outrage is justified, it's also old news. One could ask why the masses have turned against Fauci only now, though, when his National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases has been funding the torture of puppies for years, with one of the horrific experiments dating from 2016. The most recent grant dated from 2020, meaning Fauci's agency was vivisecting helpless furry animals at the University of Georgia, even while he was being worshipped as America's fucking doctor and posing for photos with other people's dogs. Even White Coat Waste Project refers to its own revelations as Fauci's other international scandal, implying knowledge of a better-known episode in the fame-hungry doctor's life. One must ask why the popular outrage against Fauci over animal cruelty is not matched by equal, if not more forceful, outrage over the doctor's crimes against humanity. From his enthusiastic support of gain-of-function studies to his efforts to sideline a cheap, effective drug that could have saved thousands of lives during the AIDS epidemic in favor of a highly toxic alternative, Fauci's hands are covered in the blood of humans as well as that of canines. Indeed, Fauci's behavior during the COVID-19 outbreak, trashing cheap but effective treatments in favor of expensive alternatives, lacking proof of efficacy, eerily mirrors his actions during the early years of AIDS. Where thousands of people have died in both cases after Fauci pushed deadly or ineffective medications, most notably the failed cancer drug AZT in the 1980s and the failed Ebola drug Remdesivir in the the last two years, while safer and more efficacious remedies sat on the shelf. Indeed, the high-priced antiviral Remedisivir, which has been pushed for COVID-19 despite no clinical proof it saves lives, has instead been associated with multiple organ failure in several studies. Discoveries that members of the National Institute of Health, parent of Fauci's NIAID, had hefty investments in Gilead maker of remdesivir, as well as in Moderna, one of the manufacturers of an mRNA vaccine for COVID-19. This has only raised more questions about Fauci's motives during the coronavirus pandemic. Fauci has also been caught lying repeatedly about his involvement in gain-of-function research aimed at making bat coronaviruses more infectious in humans. Despite his profuse denials of even funding such research in recent months, he previously defended the work by arguing that any knowledge gained from bolstering the infectious potential of such pathogens was worth the risk of unleashing a pandemic. Whether or not his NIAID-funded research played a part in the COVID-19 outbreak has not been proven, but Fauci's furious tap-dancing around any questions regarding the Wuhan lab or gain-of-function research in general does him no favors and also creates supposition and derision. Yet somehow none of this elicits anything like the howls of rage coming from dog lovers on social media. The same outrage on demanding contingencies, who demand countries like China and Vietnam stop eating dog meat, signing a petition with one hand while biting into a well-done burger with the other, insist on the closure of barbaric wet markets like the one we were told spawned the novel coronavirus in late 2019. This group's problem is less animal cruelty than being reminded of that cruelty. They'd rather wait until their meat is shrink-wrapped and frozen in a supermarket than pick out the tastiest-looking chicken in the bunch and have it slaughtered then and there. Ultimately, Fauci being arrested is an endpoint that animal rights activists, human rights activists, and normally comatose members of Congress, 24 of whom actually signed a letter demanding answers from the once untouchable coronavirus pope, should see eye to eye on But the diminutive doctor must not be permitted to skate on his real crimes, whether it's pandemic profiteering, bankrolling gain-of-function research in China that was at the time illegal to perform in the U.S., or allegedly perjuring himself in congressional testimony. Fauci has much to answer for. Dozens of dead puppies are just the tip of the iceberg. But still, he is listened to by millions of Americans. He certainly seems intoxicated with his newfound fame. He's the perfect example of the nerd in school that was awkward his whole life, but garners celebrity-like attention after getting his PhD. Fauci is exactly this, but at the next level. I think we should just give him a reality show already so we can put him with the Real Housewives audience and off public airwaves. The damage has already been done here. We were told from the beginning of the outbreak in China back in January 2020 that there was no need to be alarmed, that all we needed to do was socially distance and wash our hands. This resulted in many Americans to this day underestimating the virus and believing it to be just a flu. After all, if it were serious, it surely wouldn't be defeated so easily, would it? We were told in the beginning that we only needed to wear masks if we were sick, and that there was no evidence mass-prevented infection in defiance of basic best practices that had been established since SARS back in 2003 and the 1900s with the Spanish flu. Oh, can I say that? Middle European flu. We were told as the first office closure started that it was just two weeks to flatten the curve, remember? This was an unrealistic expectation that resulted in many Americans distrusting any guidance about COVID ever We were told that there was no need to cease activity, that just distancing and washing hands and finally wearing a mask would be sufficient. This resulted in the American public having the expectation that their lives should be minimally impacted and thus any additional impact is simply government shenanigans. We were told finally around the summer or so that people actually do need to stop gatherings. By this point, there were already a lot of people getting infected, and many of those who were not saw this as just one more shot in the dark by those who had no idea what they were doing. Moreover, he himself was shown to not take his own advice, being photographed at a baseball game where his mask was down and threw a horrible pitch. What a freaking beta male but it was an empty stadium you say yes and that's the problem it comes off as him abusing his position to enjoy privileges that none of the little people have we were told around this point that these measures should be thought of as new normal a ridiculously defeatist catchphrase that only convinced americans that the government was always lying to them when they said two weeks to flatten the curve We were not told when the George Floyd protests started happening that while their outrage is justified, they can't be holding public gatherings, especially not when most of them are only wearing dinky little cloth masks and not N95s. This caused literally half the American populace to conclude that the other half was allowed to break the rules, and therefore the rules became meaningless. We were told about a year later, with still no improvement in sight, that maybe we should wear two masks with while more effective than one still sends the message that the initial CDC guidance was wrong. Meanwhile, there are literally millions of domestically manufactured N95s that are sitting in the warehouse collecting dust because the CDC still does not recommend their use by the public, and thus they can't get sold anywhere. Trump may have bungled a few things, but Trump also didn't make Fauci lie about the efficacy of masks or undersell the sacrifice that victory over COVID would require or keep quiet about certain types of large gatherings. This wasn't Trump at all. This was Fauci's plan. Again, I also understand that science can alter and change. I do not have a problem with that. But Fauci is a dog with a bone. No pun intended. Too soon? He refuses to admit that is or that he could be wrong. Maybe COVID-19 protocols haven't hit you yet. Millions of people have been tossed into worsening conditions as their livelihoods, health, and freedoms have been seriously altered. If you haven't been impacted, it is a matter of time. And all of us share a symbiotic relationship with the other, especially on a global scale. The old adage, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. This holds true now more than ever, and if you watch Dr. Fauci enough, you will see his darker side, one that refuses to be challenged, and the veil drops precipitously in a moment that he doesn't like the conversation or the questions he is being asked. But don't expect President Biden to do anything here, because if not even one person was fired or reprimanded for the fuck-up in Afghanistan in the exit debacle, there's no chance of Fauci being given the hook. Fauci was once arguably the most trusted man in America by the left, but he is certainly no longer at the top of anyone's list, not even close. But this is the man we are entrusting to recommend if our children get the shot under the age of 12. If masking our children all hours of the day is still actually bad for them or not. Isolating them for over a year. I understand that Fauci may not have held the puppies down and tortured them for months on end, but he damn well knew it was happening. As Joe Biden said, the buck stops here. Well, Afghanistan and 13 lives is on Biden's hands, and the increase in depression, suicide, crime, mental disorders, learning deficits, financial ruin, and countless other atrocities due to this man's advice on his watch certainly are not enough to hold him to a higher standard, it seems but this is par for the course for the Biden administration. But if you still defend Fauci and think he is somehow a saint of the first order, I am here to tell you he is a child with a magnifying glass burning ants on the sidewalk. I do not care what he says anymore. I will not get the shot. I will not wear a mask ever again. I will not allow him to dictate what my children put in their bodies. This man is not God. He isn't omnipotent. He is an incredulous, morally reprehensible douchebag who needs to be removed at all costs. Not because he parrots the narrative. Not because his intent may or may not be ulterior or altruistic. No, it is because he is not an elected official. He's a charlatan who is drunk with the power of controlling the movement and freedoms of the American people. Fauci agrees to allow kids to trick-or-treat, to attend playdates, to have Christmas with more than four members of their family, but need to wear a mask. I know who the president answers to. I know what laws are designed to protect us from tyrannical rule. I understand the filibuster, legislative action, judicial interpretation, and executive order. What I do not understand in who the fuck voted for Dr. Fauci to monitor and adjust the pulse of America. I certainly didn't. I know you didn't. And why doesn't that infuriate all of us equally? The comment was that Fauci is a puppy killer, and I guffawed at the possibility, who would actually believe such a thing? Well, he is a puppy killer. He also is responsible for doing countless other underhanded and shady dealings in his tenure as the soothsayer of Washington. And this isn't the last thing that will come out, because evil men are inherently designed to do evil. They are born without a sense of remorse or conscience to guide them to the righteous path. They are intrinsically designed to destroy what they can't control or restrict it until it no longer moves. Dr. Fauci is dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. And if we can't hold him accountable for being wrong about everything and leading America down a dangerous path of mandates and forced vaccine, then maybe America will wake up now that he has been labeled a puppy killer. But I won't hold my breath because I am not following the lead of a man who very well might be known as a child killer in the near future. Folks, that's all I have tonight. Thank you for watching the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. If tonight was not your particular brand of vodka, maybe come by tomorrow. That is it for 244. I will go out like I always do. Please do me a favor one more time. Like, share, and subscribe if you wouldn't mind. It keeps the lights on, and I'm not going to use the God Doesn't Kill a Puppy reference. It's not a good thing at this time. But I will tell you about Veteran Crisis Hotline. 1 800 273 8255. Press one. Traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, PTS are all very serious. Please do me a favor. Reach out to a veteran today. Holidays are fast approaching, it makes it harder than ever for them to get the help they need. Give them this phone number. If they won't call, please reach out to me. I'll make that call with you. And remember, it's 100% anonymous, it's free of charge and if you are a civilian, you can call too. It's not just for veterans. Get the help you need. Mental health is extremely important. Folks, thank you for everything you do. Come back tomorrow for 2.45. I would love to see you, and uh, stick by for the live show. We're not going anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments to answer all your questions. Thank you, God bless, and good night.